name is Terry Toot, and today's show is called Rock the House. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the goings on that's going on at the Consumer Electronics Show that's going on in Vegas this week. So, you know, if anyone who's not familiar with the Consumer Electronics Show, basically what it is is a who's who of electronics. You're going to show up the new products for the 2023 calendar year. So, some of them are like, you know, you know the range from televisions, computers, monitors, uh, new headphones. Uh, we're going to talk about turntables. Uh, what else they have? They have a, they have a, uh, a menagerie of everything that you can think of for anything that's dealing with electronics. So we'll get into that today. And then we'll talk about a few other things. Um, what's going on in the world today. That's much world, but what's going on in sports. This is the final weekend of the NFL season. Final weekend. That starts today. And we'll get into all that. And what else? We'll, we'll talk about how's that, what's been new. What's going on the last couple weeks. Since the last time I was on air, it was... I don't know how long ago that was. We'll get into that. And then what else? We'll talk about... Um, anybody wants to join in, you're more than welcome to. But we'll talk about... That we can. So we're gonna bring this music down a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get into it. Alright, that's a little bit cooler. Alright, we're gonna keep it low. I went down from it. Mid-range, and we took it down low. And we're gonna keep it low for right now to the song ends, the music ends. And then we're gonna end it. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Like I said, this is, my name is Terry Toop, and the name of the show is called Bite Time. And like I said, the name of the show is called Rock the House, and we will talk about what goings on at the Consumer Electronics Show that's going on in Vegas. I think to tomorrow is the last day. I could be wrong, but it is approaching the end of that of the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. And like I said, we're going to talk about uh, what's going on new there and all the other goodies they have there. And so the last time I was talking, everybody, I think that was on December 23rd. Let's check that out. Let me look at that real quick. The last time Terry Toot was able to talk to anyone, I was going to do a show late, um, um, the weekend of uh, New Year's, but I said, nah, no one wants to hear my voice. They want to go out and hang out, and that wouldn't be fair. So the last time we talked, yeah, December 23rd, 24th, something right there. Okay. So that was the last time we talked, so it's been a while, and um, nothing exciting. I hope everyone enjoyed their Christmas and got all the gifts and everything that they requested and you know, I hope they uh they got that. And so, but yeah, so what else is going on? So uh first and foremost, I want to get this out the way. Uh Mr. Don uh Damar Hamlin. If any of you don't know, uh Mr. Hamlin was in the football game 
Well, he's a safety for the Buffalo Bills, and he made a tackle and on the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver and think pen, think think pen, and he made the tackle. He got up and he collapsed. The young man, 24 years old, went to the cardiac arrest, and the paramedics from the Buffalo Bills and they had a, a defibrillator on there. And they resuscitated his heart twice. And he was in very critical condition for a few days. They had to sedate him. And uh, here's the latest update that they have. Um, here's an update. Uh, Hamlet continues to progress remar remarkably in his recovery. His neurologic uh, functions remain intact. And he has been able to talk to his family and care team. Um, what else? And he was sedated. Uh, he's done a substantial improvement. It's good to hear. Um, he was awake. They took the breathing tube out of his mouth, so he is able to breathe on his own. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you saw the video or the game. I was watching the game, and the young man just collapsed, and it scared. It scared me. I've I played football, pick up football, with my friends, and I played. Well, my nephew plays football, and uh. You know, this is something that you have to wonder, not so much wonder, but be cognizant that football is, is a tough game, all right? You know, I saw guys, Joe, Thies, Joe Theismann got his leg broken by Lawrence Taylor. Um, Bo, Bo Jackson, he was running into the end zone and he busted up his hip and he, he lost his hip and he wasn't the same after that. So... Um, I know we all love to watch football, but it is a very tough and physical game. And I just want to send my, my prayers to Mr. Hamlin and his family, because that was something scary. He could have died out there. Okay. That's how it looked. It was scary. It was just so scary. But like I said, God has blessed us in so many ways. And the prayers took over, and that young man is alive. So all I can say is to the paramedics and the first responders that are out there and their prayers from people around the world. Let me repeat that. Not across the United States, around the world, who has sent multiple prayers and just, just saying, you know, just being thoughtful. And his toy drive is unbelievable how it garnered so much attention. And I just want to say to his family, God was on your side. And I'm so glad he's improving tremendously. And I hope he makes a full recovery. He can't play football. I wouldn't, remind, I wouldn't recommend him playing football. Give him a job working for ESPN. Give him a job at the Buffalo Bills front office or somewhere in the NFL. But that young man is alive. And... You know, like I said, life goes on. Um, let's play football and thank God he's alive. All right. So I had to I had to say that though. Thank you, Nolene Ayara. I appreciate you coming on. Um yeah, so what else is going on? I had to say that. I just I couldn't keep that in anymore. So I'm glad he's recovering. That's all I, that matters to me. So let me just respond to the young lady who just came on. 
And um, what else? Uh, I haven't done anything exciting. And, you know, I'm a boring person. And what else did I do over the time? I work from home, a matter of fact. I was blessed to have that. Uh, what else? And, well, you know, I got some, some nice gifts for Christmas. I appreciate that. Uh, what else did I do? I really didn't do anything, ladies and gentlemen. I really didn't, didn't do anything exciting. I watched a lot of football, a lot of college, you know, the ball games and all. I saw, what game is that I watched that was kind of crazy? Uh, I fell asleep on the Ohio State game. Uh, the game, let's see, there was conference games I watched. There was all kinds of college basketball. I watched some college basketball. As you know, I'm a big Syracuse fan. Some of those losses they had. Um, Duke I watched. Who else? It's, it's like right now, it's wide open in college basketball. So, And then we had the big national championship game between Georgia on Monday versus Texas Christian University. I'm going to say this one time only. That guy from Michigan, should, that was his touchdown. I'm sorry. You know, even though he wrote, he he hit like like from the two-yard mark, the ref should have given him that touchdown. Come on. Come on, man. Okay. So, let's see. And what else is new going on? So, I'm going to, yeah, so NFL. Season starts today. I think Kansas City is playing the Raiders. And then the big game is Tennessee versus Jacksonville. Um, that's an 8 o'clock game. And then right now in college basketball, Notre Dame is playing University of North Carolina. Then we got the big boys, uh, Connecticut uh, versus Creighton. That's going to be a good game. Uh, St. John's and Providence. Providence has got a good team. St. John's is not bad. And who else? Then we got, let's see, we got good, some good college basketball on today. So Michigan State, Michigan, okay. Uh, Tennessee's got a big team. They're real good. So, yeah, so I'm going to post some pictures up on my podcast later on. Um, I had some windbreaker uh, wind that was made, and I'll put up a caricature that was made of me. So. Uh, if you like it, hey, just give me a drop, drop a line, say anything, you know, like it. But other than that, um, so the Consumer Electronics Show that's going on right now in Vegas, I could just imagine how crazy it is there now. I was there back in October, and, um, you know, you know, you got the big boys there. Everybody who, Microsoft, um, Google, I think Google Plastic, the Google got this stuff on the monorail out there. So you got that going on. And then, yes, it ends tomorrow. It started Thursday and it ends tomorrow. So if you have gone onto any of the publications, they're stating about what's what's funky, what's new, what's out there. So I picked out a few items that I thought were kind of cool that stood out. Um from other, like say other uh, IT manufacturers that are there, so I don't I don't want to go into the futuristic stuff where they have the uh, stuff in the futuristic cars and the planes and stuff like that. We, I'm just trying to keep it on the consumer end because 
we can't afford to fly across town. You know what I mean? Um, we don't have cars that go by your, the biometrics of your eyes and everything, except for Mercedes-Benz has one that goes by your, um, your biometrics, I think. So, you know, I think that's, that's something that's really, really, that's in the future. And we can't, we can't afford anything like that. Now, where the economy's acting and people are losing jobs. So we're going to keep it on the consumer level. Okay. So let's get started. So here are my, <clears throat> here's some of my picks. Uh, I, you know, just going through all the different publications and all the different uh, writers have gone here. So I'm going to pick out some of the items that I looked at. And we're going to get started. So here we go. The first item we're going to talk about is this was the best television overall. This was the 65-inch LG Evo Gallery. And this has been rated the best TV overall at the Consumer Electronics Show. Okay? And you know there's going to be some pros and cons in it. So here we go. So what they're saying, the pros is uh, class-leading brightness, outstanding color accuracy, perfect black levels, top choice for gamers, and top-notch design. If you go to, what was the website I got it from? If you go to Tom's Guide or any of those people like that, they'll explain everything in there more in-depth than what I'm going to do. Um they did say that there's a disappointing stand mount option. Now, for 65 inches, you know, I have friends that had TVs that are standing bigger than that. But you have to have a wall that's strong enough. Make sure your studs are in there strong enough that can hold up a TV at that size, you know. Um, you know, you hear the stories of people getting TVs mounted. Next thing you know, your wall is gone because they didn't find the correct stud. And... Um, it's very expensive to mount something like 65 and up. I mean, that's that's a big TV to begin with. 65 is not bad. 75, 85, that's big. Okay, I know someone has a 85-inch uh, TV, and they got it all riveted into that wall. They had to mount, put special brackets on there. And, you know, I think that's depreciating some things, but, you know, it looks really good. Once it's the equilibrium of the tuna and everything is perfect and then you got your cable connected to it it looks beautiful okay um so this is what they're saying also so now this is an lg lucky gold star once again um korean uh brand tv and this is where it's saying why you should buy this um it's saying it's remarkable every conceivable way from brightness of color to optimized gaming features and web performance don't forget you have the capabilities of web on the uh on your tvs okay and who's who's it for whoever wants to sink the teeth into one of the best tvs that money can buy um the reason why they picked it it has the most impressive oled and you can't go wrong here so um what they're saying here the price of this tv let me find it price of the tv for this one it's going to range, okay, it's going to come in four sizes. So it's going to come in 55, 65, 75, and 83 inches 
Prices start at $2,200. Um, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It's one rated one of the best TVs at the um, at the uh, Consumer Electronics Show. And let's give it a shout out to finish the listening. All right. All right, so that's the uh, that is the premier. That's the TV that the riders are picking out as one of the best from the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. The second one is a sixty-five inch Samsung. Now, you guys know I'm a big Samsung fan. I love my Samsung TVs. Um, I have a TV right here in my basement. I have a TV upstairs. Here we got one in the master bedroom, a Samsung, and the pictures on those are just so damn good, okay? They are so good. I mean, unbelievable good pictures on it. And to me, I, I'm i going to keep buying the Samsung until someone tells me wrong, okay? If someone can tell me not to buy another Samsung, give me a reason why. Send me an email and and let me, let me know the reason why I should not buy a Samsung TV because their quality is impeccable. Impeccable TVs. And uh, you you tell me another TV and let me know. I swear to God, I will switch over in a heartbeat. But for right now, give me give me this the Samsungs. Okay. So the Samsung uh 65 inch is we get regarded as a runner-up. And the pros of it is the high overall brightness, color brightness, superior contrast, perfect blacks and uniformity, and great for gaming. The cons on it, I like I said, this t- these TVs are, are just being released by uh, Samsung. So bear in mind, people, you're going to have your problems with the TVs. Once, once they start producing more, they're going to come out better specs on here. Okay? First generation television and size limits. Um, my thing is this, Samsung makes a damn good product. Okay? So... What they're saying here, once again, why you should buy this, it's a state-of-the-art TV that combines color volume, unbeatable contrast of a traditional OLED with an off-the-charge brightness of QLED lighting. You hear that, okay? Uh, who's it for? Uh, they're looking for those who are looking to own and experience some of the latest and greatest picture technology in 55 to 65-inch. Now, I have a Samsung 55-inch, okay? It sh- I've had it for six years. Going on six years. It shows a remarkable, beautiful picture. Okay. Um, the reason why this, the writers are picking this, it's hard to put any TV up against a 65 inch LG, but the Samsung may actually be better than the G2 for a specific viewing situations. Here we go. Um, it has the S95B is a QLED OLED. Okay, which means that it essentially combines the traditional OLED panel with the powerful luminosity of the brand's tried and true quantum dot QLED backlighting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, the, I'm telling you, these TVs have taken a really good. And Samsung, you know, I used to think that the Sharps and the Sonys were that. No, Samsung is just kicking butt in these televisions, okay? And. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's some more specs on here. 
Uh, it features HDMI 2.1 ports um, for 4K 120 hertz. That's a refresh rate. 4K at 120 hertz. That's damn good. And the ability to decode the number of HDR formats, including HDR10, HDR10, and HLG. So th these are formats these TVs can take on. Okay. Uh, like any first-gen uh, engineering, Samsung probably has design elements, specs, and various bells and whistles to tweak. But right out the gate, the QLED OLED experience is TV watching like you've never seen before. So they're saying, like I was saying earlier, once they get the tweaks out of them, I'm telling you, people are going to buy their televisions. They are, they're so much better. I love them. I, like I said, I got three or four of them here. As a matter of fact, I just bought one back in May, and that's with the Tizen uh, uh, technology in it. So that's, I love them. I love them. And this one I have, it's in the living room, and it has a Tizen, and it has a format to switch over to, uh, I would say, Cubist TV, all that. So I could, excuse me, I could switch over, the, over to another channel. Also, I could do other things with it. So it's then you could change the view, the panorama, you want the movie. It's unbelievable. I just bought it back in, in May. May? No. Yeah, I bought it back in May. So it's a beautiful TV. Okay. One more TV we'll talk about here um, is the Sony's. Now I remember Sony's back in the day, the Bravias, they were, I mean, they were like off the hook. Then they started, they were making my, making crappy TVs. Now in the last few years, they're making TVs, but they're so expensive. So I'm going to explain to you why. Okay. So the best performing TVs rated is the Sony Bravia XRA95K, whatever that means. <laughs> okay. So what they're saying here on the, on these, uh, on this TV particularly, uh, the A95K runs on Google TV for all things smart, delivering a seamless and user-friendly experience for all things. Uh, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Disney, it's expensive. Um, you, but what they're saying, you pay what you get for. I, I personally, myself, I'm sticking with the Samsung's TV. Um, it says you can handle anything you can throw at it. Um, but it says good, um, performance to me. I just think they're a little bit too pricey and, um, now, from what I saw of the TVs, um, we have a store here in Maryland called the uh, Big Screen TV, and they have nothing but big screens, and they and they sell a lot of Sony's, and it's really, really, really all expensive. Yeah, unbelievably expensive. So, all right, so that's just a little something from the show. We're gonna, I got, I got more too. Okay, so next we're gonna talk about our routers. So, as anyone knows that. Um, routers are really, really picking up steam. Um, if you own a house or like myself, I own a townhouse and I was running into issues, uh, I'd say the last couple of years, um, like we have an upstairs office. I'll work up there sometimes because, um, you know, I like being up there and I'm quiet and I'm away, but I was having problems just the sound i mean the, the connection was dropping so i don't know what was going on it was working fine then all of a sudden it started dropping signal was dropping all kind of things it was just happening so 
I was going to spend a lot of money on a router, but I did not buy this. So I went out and bought a, a Linksys extender. And let me tell you, so I got a halfway between the, my router from, um, Verizon and it's, it's, and it's put halfway, it's upstairs, so it meets, it can get the signal upstairs to the bedroom. Also, I can connect to downstairs in the, um, in the man cave to my, you know, my tablet, or if I want to bring my laptop down here, which I do. Anyway, that issue was corrected, but for, I did a class upstairs, and all of a sudden, that last day, I dropped, dropped signals. I was dropping signal all over the place. So I had to get that corrected. So um, it, was, it was a nightmare. My lady, she, you know, it was, the signal was dropping. So you ha- got to get, I had to get that issue corrected. So, and my neighbor next door, he was running the issues also. Because um, we live in these places that are called smart houses. And that's another story we get into anyway later. <laughs> but the signals are dropping. They were dropping really, really bad between... And it's only, I'm under 2,000 square foot here. So the signal was dropping. So he went out and got a Netgear router. And it was still having problems. But so I'm going to talk about it right now because this is supposed to be the best router at the Consumer Electronics Show this year. And I'm going to have my, I'm going to have my, questions about it okay so what they're saying the pros it, it works on wi-fi 6e um support uh no unsightly antenna with futuristic designs can be controlled with an app uh the cons optional service requires subscription still expensive it's a 400 dollar router i'm sorry i love netgear i've had netgear routers before but i was for an apartment 400 dollars is a lot for a router um, the capabilities, like I told you, my neighbor next door had it and he was still having problems. And I don't understand. And then if you want more features, you got to buy a subscription. I understand you spend $400 already. You're paying for cable TV and you want more money. I can't buy that. I refuse to do that. So, um, they're saying to who, what do people need it? Um, why should you buy this? Okay, the cons. It's fully featured with a Wi-Fi 6E support, priced competitively, and provides great speeds. Uh, who's the four people who want the best new router for their homes? I'm going to disagree with that. Um, so the reason why the riders chose this one, okay, Netgear's looking to bring the, the latest Wi-Fi 6E technology into more homes with the Nighthawk or a router. Uh, which supports the same futuristic wing shape antenna designed as a company, blah, 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 whatever. Designed for robust connectivity, the Nighthawk RAX E300 can handle speeds of 7.8 gigabits and cover homes as large as 2,500 square feet. Um, I'm going to question that. Okay, like I said, my neighbor had issues with his and he had problems. He spent a lot of money and he was still having problems with the connection with the Nighthawk router. And I, I I don't know what to say. If, if, you know, you got people who experience it and they're still having problems. I wouldn't waste my money. Uh, and then you're going to buy a subscription for it? I don't think so. Um, 
I don't know. I, I can't see that. And it's saying that thanks to a new six gigahertz band, the router can effectively handle traffic, reduce congestion, minimize latency, which will be great for lag-free game streams. Buffer-free 4K, 8K. Here we go, 8K. We, we don't have 8K capabilities, people. Why are they telling you this? We don't have 8K, okay? Video streaming, uninterrupted sessions of video conferencing. Okay, that's all well and good, but when you still continue to have problems with it, it's, it's something that's not right, okay? So, like I said, if you want to spend $400,000 on a eh, go for it, okay? So, all right, so the best router, the most economical one, the easiest one to use at the Consumer Electronics Show is the Google Nest Wi-Fi Pro. Uh, it is the easiest to use and much cheaper, and it's very powerful, okay? So... Why should you need this? It creates a powerful mesh network, perfect for larger homes. And who's it for? Anyone who needs a large uniform network? And it's $200. I'd rather spend half the money on a Nighthawk because I'm going to tell you tonight too, my neighbor over here, he's got the new Google Nest Pro, and he said it works like a charm. So you're going to tell me a Nighthawk you spend all the money for, and but you get into Google Nest, it works like a charm. You explain, explain to me what, what's the difference here, okay? Um, why you should buy this? Okay, like I said, powerful mesh network, perfect for larger homes. And like I said, $200 for this router. I've heard nothing but good things about the Google Nest uh, routers. And so what they're saying here, the updated Nest Wi-Fi Pro is an excellent example of a mesh router, network router with multiple nodes linked together to form a wireless network with bigger, better coverage, which is so much true. The router alone covers 2,200 square feet, but you can bundle it with either one or two points to cover 5,400. So you can do point to point and it goes up to 5,400, okay? It's ideal for large space for homes that struggle with heavy interference in dead zones. See, I had that. I had that. And if I did extend it didn't work, I was going to go to uh, to the nest. Okay. So the other features it's added um, on the Google Nest, uh, it's got Wi-Fi 6C support. Um, you just it's it's just a much better, easier router to connect. Okay. The router unit includes two Ethernet ports tucked away in a compartment on the bottom, one for the motor and one for wired services. And uh, the router can reach up to 2,200 square feet, and two routers can double that. Can't go wrong, people. Can't go wrong with a the Google Nest. Hey, the guys at Google are good, so you can't go wrong. If I ever have an issue, I'm going to the Google. I'm going to the Nest. Plain simple. Sergey Brin, um, Larry. I mean, those guys are phenomenal. They're great. I trust them. Hey, listen, if I have a problem with Extender, I'm going to the Nest. Plain simple. Okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, kids, keep this party going. All right, so the next item I'm going to talk about is this one I've been seeing the whole week uh, since they started the uh, CES out in Las Vegas is the Lenovo Tab Extreme. So this, uh, this tablet that they're promoting right now is like, Listen, iPad, I got something for you. I got this. I'm going to kick your butt, and we're going to keep it moving, all right? So 
There's Lenovo, and then I had to tell you, I do own a Lenovo uh, PC, okay? I got to put it out there. I own, I've had it for the last four years. Great machine. But anyway, um, it's got a 14.5-inch 3K OLED. OLED screen, ladies and gentlemen, on a tablet. So just imagine OLED, organic light-emitting diode, okay? So that picture is going to be beautiful coming through, okay? So I'm going to give you just um, some quick specs, okay? It's got a 14.5-inch screen, 3K OLED. Um, it's got a, what else? It has 120 megahertz, 120, 120 hertz refresh rate. So you're getting beautiful. You're getting a beautiful, beautiful picture on the tablet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Not only that. It has Dolby Atmos support and eight. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is a ridiculous type of, I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, so what it has here, I'm going to go through it real quick. Um, the specs that they have on here, it's the sound, what they're, they're selling the sound. The eight Dolby Atmos capable JBL speakers and four microphones for, uh, going to give you that nice sound and you're getting this is in a tablet ladies and gentlemen this is in a tablet okay 12 hours of video playback uh you know 13 megapixel camera you know not not too many people are using the uh the tablets as cameras i mean it takes a decent picture so i have one I have a samsung it takes a decent picture but nothing to write home about ladies and gentlemen okay but it's the the oled specs on the display we're talking 3000 by 1876 dpi at 120 120 hertz of refresh rate so you're getting a immaculate smooth beautiful picture video on your tablet this is called the lenovo tab extreme it's it's you can't go wrong, ladies and gentlemen. A 14 and a half inch tablet. Watch out, iPad. These guys are coming for you. And Lenovo's doing it. I mean, they're really doing it. All right. Let me give you some more information on here. Um, the price on it's gonna start at um well under twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred dollars is gonna start. Okay. Um, this is something that is gonna give a um iPad uh, run for the money, ladies and gentlemen, and and you can't go wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, Lenovo is really stepping up their game, and you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong, and the audios it just sounds it's just unbelievable. How do you put something sounding so good in a tablet, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, that is excellent, excellent, excellent. So, um. You can't go wrong. And I think that, you know, everybody wants to jump on the iPad, iPad Pros. They're a little pricey. But if Lenovo comes out and people are jumping on this, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I might buy it and test it out. And I'll give you a, a, a my personal ride on it, okay? <laughs> so we'll talk. If, I, if they, come, they come down on price because $1,200 is a little steep for a tablet. I could buy a couple of laptops and so run better than that. But uh, hey, you can't go wrong. 
and you can't go wrong. And it's running on, yeah, it's still running on Android. It's an Android OS that's running on now, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's keep the party moving. If anybody has anything they want to say, want to join in, please feel free. You're welcome to join in, okay? Um, next, we're going to talk about, oh, let me say this real quick. Um, let me see this. Is this what it is? Bum, 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 bum. It's running a different processor. It's called, let me check that. Stand by on that Lenovo. Let's see. It's running. Okay. It's running a MediaTek uh, Dimensity 9000 uh, octa-core processor. So that one's made by um, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, known as TSMC. So they're the ones that are making a processor for that. All right. I just had to, had to put that in there. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Now, for all you gamers out there, oh, I want to say, uh, hold on a second. I got someone that just came in again. Um, stand by, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to respond to another another uh, listener. And like I said, I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. And you got what you needed and you got some rest. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed your holiday, got some rest, got to be with family, and, and okay, next item we're going to talk about here is for some of you guys that are gamers, every year at CES, they promote gaming laptops. Every year, I don't care if it's 2001, uh, I don't care if it's 2005, every year they're promoting gamers. Gamers are big time people who love the game. So, Alienware, which was bought, which is owned by Dell, they came out with some really, really, really top-notch laptops for gaming. Excuse me, I gotta get a drink. Okay, so this one's the newest one, Alienware X14 R2. And this is gonna be a little pricey for you. Uh, gamers, you don't care. For me, I'm not a gamer. So for um, under $1,800, okay, this was rated one of the top uh, laptops at the um at the consumer electronics show uh so this is the specs that it has um it has a resolution of 2560 by 1600 with 165 refresh rate that's unbelievable ladies and gentlemen so if you you need that refresh rate when you're playing the games okay because you want to go boom 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 you want to know action what's going here what's going there you don't want anything slow on that refresh rate 165 hertz is pretty damn fast okay that's fast. Um, what else it has? The GPUs, the, the Alienware X14 is maxed out uh, at the RTX 4060. Um, I know that's a video card. Um, I think, the, like, you have one for desktop. Desktop runs that, that bigger one. Okay. But this one is rated as the top gaming laptop uh, at this year's uh, Consumer Electronics Show. 
right? And the price is going to start at 17, excuse me, eight, eight, $79, $1, $1, hell, one dollar. There you go. So that one's going to be a little pricey. So, so some of you guys that are gamers, um, and we got a lot of gamers out there in the United States, and they have leagues. And if you're going to use a laptop, uh, the Alienware is regarded as one of the top ones. Also, MSI makes really good gaming laptops. So if, if anybody can hawk in, want to say anything, uh, that is a gamer that's listening, um, they are, MSI has really good games, games, uh, gaming laptops. So, all right, cool. Let's keep it moving. We got a few more to talk about. Uh, let's see. There's one. Hold on. Let me take this. I got some more gaming laptops. I don't know if we'll get to it in time, but we're going to talk about a few other things here. Um, Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We got some more. Let's see. I think I left something out. Let's see. Okay. We'll take that out here. Okay. Trying to get my program here. <laughs> All right. So... Let's see, is this when we talk about this one? Let's skip this one. And I was going to talk about this. Hold on a second. This one I might talk about. What are we talking about, Lenovo? Let's see. Let's talk about this one here. Um, let's see. This one. Eh. We could talk about those one real quick. This is this next one I want to talk about is just a regular plain Jane laptop. This is also a Lenovo machine. Uh, it's just a regular laptop, and it's not a gaming laptop. And let me just pull them up real quick. And this one's a little tricked out too. So let's see. All right, let's talk about this one real quick. Uh, okay, so this one, <clears throat> this is the um, Lenovo uh, Yoga 9i. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Whew. So this one's going to have dual screens. Um, you could... Twist it and turn it all kind of ways. It's, it's, it's weird. I, if you go on the website, you if you go on to CES, I mean, excuse me, on CNET or Tom's Guide, it will show you this laptop. And you can twist it, turn it all kind of ways on this. Um, you can flip the screen vertically for side-by-side, multitasking. And that's the thing now. I, I have... I have two screens, so I'm doing this podcast right now with my laptop, and I have an extended external laptop on the side connected with a USB running to a hub, and I can just drop and drag from one screen to another. One screen, I can do that back and forth, and and it's a 1080 um, lap uh, screen, but um, this one's all coming together here. This is all like all in one. Um, you have a detachable uh, keyboard. Um, and the specs that it has on it, it's a 13th generation i7 processor, 16 gigs of RAM, um, either a 512 uh, hard drive or one terabyte. Um, the price, like I said, the price, 
let's see, the price is starting at $1,900. And what else they have on here? So the pros of this, um, it comes with a 80-hour uh, battery. Um, doesn't have a headphone jack. See, everyone's not putting jacks on these laptops now, which is they want you to go Bluetooth. And personally, I still like hardwire if I use in the headphones. Well, there's going to be a latency depending on how good your, your router's on here. You're going to have a latency if you do Wi-Fi or if you do your yeah, wireless. You're going to have latency. You're definitely going to have latency. So I'm going to tell you what the... Um, the prognosticators and editors and everybody who are at the show, what they're saying about this. Uh, the dual LED, dual OLED displays enable multiple modes. Uh, folio stand include detachable Bluetooth keyboard, enhanced note taking with digital pen. Now, the cons is extremely expensive, a bit thick and heavy, and has minimal ports. Uh, oh, here's a price right here. Uh, it'll be available in June. Price starting at $2,100, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot of money. Um, so if you got to have it, you got to have it. So that's the Yoko Book 9i, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's keep it moving. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so let's do something a little crazy here. We're not going to talk about, let's talk a couple, couple of things we can talk about here. And we'll wrap it up after this, I think. All right, so I... You know, I talk about the wireless headphones and the wired headphones. I think the can, the evolution of the wireless headphones with the Sony's. I have Sennheisers. I also have um, Bose at the Bose, um, the ones with the two earbuds that connected to a wire, and it has ANC. Unbelievable, and it's amazing how the the market has just blown up in the last three to four years and now some of the companies are getting ridiculous on the prices a thousand dollars for a pair of wireless headphones i'm sorry i'm not doing that ladies and gentlemen we can't afford that i mean i could afford it but i'm not that type of person because it's not worth it i'll spend the three to four hundred dollars two three between between two hundred four hundred dollars i'll get the sony xm5s XM4s, the Sennheiser 4s. I mean, they're just good, they're just good products, but you get ridiculous with the $700 stuff, okay? All right, so let's talk about something for me. I mean, it's for us or for back in the day. Um, I'm 58 and I remember turntables, you know, back in the day around my block in Jersey City, we heard all the DJs, DJ Red Alert. Kid Capri, Funkmaster Flex on Hot 90s, uh, 98.7 Kiss FM, Smooth RB and Classic Soul. That was a radio station in New York. So they would do um, hip hop on Friday nights, sometimes Saturday, it was mostly Friday nights. So now I'm going to come about the era where you had to have that Maxell tape, that TDK, and that sound on them was so good for your box. Okay. So you wanted that sound, you wanted that sound to be. You want that thing to sound really, really good. So um, then you heard the guy DJing, you know, the turntables, the the Technics 1200. You know, I'm telling you, Funkmaster Flags, K 
Kid Capri, DJ Rella, they were doing the stuff live. No tape or nothing. And then you have Run DMC coming to the radio station. You had LL Cool J, Big Daddy Kane coming in there. So I missed that stuff. So anyway, so next I want to talk about a thing that's coming back now. Turntables, ladies and gentlemen. I own a no-name turntable I've had for the last three years. It connects to Bluetooth. And I went out and bought, so my mother, before she passed, she had some old black kids. I took them out of the house, and they play on there. A little scratchy, but, it, you know, it is what it is. They're 30-year, 40-year-old records, okay? So I went out and bought a Bob Marley album, and it sounds so good, okay? Um, so now JBL is pushing a turntable, a direct drive turntable. Uh, it comes with a high, uh, heavy die-cast aluminum platter and curved aluminum tone arm. And it comes with an Audio-Technica magnetic cartridge. Price tag is going to be $1,000, ladies and gentlemen. So if you like the vinyl, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming back. It's coming back. It is coming back. And a lot of stores are going to vinyl. Only thing is you got to make sure you can steal a milk crate from somebody because that's what we used to do back in the day. Get a milk crate, and it will keep your albums in there nice and tight. All right? Um it's it's amazing how old school stuff is coming back because people like back in the day, I mean, now today, the young people, I never knew about uh, vinyl. And then they listen to the vinyl like, wow, we didn't have that back in the day in the late 70s, uh, you know, the CD format, you know what I mean? Everything was all vinyl. And then once you got that hooked up and it sounded good, it was, it was priceless, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? So... All right, so that's a new thing that's coming out. And the price tag, I said $1,000. That's a lot. But if you love music, you got to make sure you have your brush that can clean off the uh, the dust particles. But, man, you got that hooked up to, I have Yamaha surround sound system connect that. I bet you that thing would sound so good. All right, especially I got Bob Marley. And, oh, my God, I listen to it right now. Okay, on my little turntable. It's not the best. I only paid $100 for it, but it plays the music. That's all that matters. Okay. Um, what else we got here? Okay. So, also, JBL uh, is showing at the Consumer uh, Electronics Show a Bluetooth-ready turntable called Spinner BT. Okay. Um, here's what it has. It has Aptex high-definition streaming on board. Uh, has a switchable phono stage analog output for hooking up to a classic component hi-fi or directly to a pair of active speakers. Um, it's not a bad price. And it won't be ready until June. So the price of that's only going to be $400. If you go on to the, I forgot the name of the website I got it from. If you go on that website, check it out. It's going to start at $400, ladies and gentlemen. And it won't be ready until after the uh, second half of the year. So, like, June, July, it'll be ready. Okay? And what else we got here? Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, JBL's got a soundbar. It, it boasts 15 audio channels. Um, it's going to be expensive, ladies and gentlemen. So you basically, yeah, you have your soundbar, take it apart, 
and you have multiple speakers. Um, the price on that, though, is going to be kind of pricey. So what we're looking at here, it won't be available until uh, mid-February. They're talking uh, $1,500. That's a little pricey for a soundbar, JBL. And let's see. It's a little pricey, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. What else we got? Okay. We got one more thing we'll talk about here. It, you know I love the headphones, the earbuds. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I got some news for you. I know I complained earlier this year about the uh, Jabber 7s. Well, I finally got a hold of somebody. I put a complaint on Best Buy, how terrible they were. They responded to me. And they're going to give me a warranty replacement because they were terrible. Okay. So they have been shipped back to Jabra. They gave me an RMA. I sent it back. So I'm going to get a different model because they just did not work, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Okay. So last but not least, we want to talk about this one. This is the JBL Tour One headphones. All right. JBL is coming out with the wireless headphones. They've been making them for a long time. Um, I do have JBL wireless buds, and they sound really good. Just download the app, ladies and gentlemen, because they're very, very bass heavy. So, okay, so the JBL Tour 1 headphones are going to go for $300. Uh, says they'll give Sony and Bose uh, run buds money. Okay, the, the model supports uh, SPC and AAC codecs um, and the new Bluetooth LE audio platform. So, so that's an LC uh, Kodak, um, but you got to download that first, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, so what they're saying on the specs, uh, close back over the ear, Bluetooth 5.0 connectivity. It's got a 40 millimeter driver um, for detailed uh, sound, satisfying bass, um, active note canceling, smart ambient mode. And this is supposed to give, and what they're saying, they're, these are very good. And what else does it have on here? Um, it comes with charging cable, fly adapter included, carrying case. The frequency range is from 10 to 22,000 hertz. Uh, wired is 10 to 40,000 hertz. Okay. Uh, and that's basically it. So uh, battery life on here, 25 hours with noise canceling. Uh, 50 hours of wireless music listening without noise canceling. That's not bad. Okay, say so it's gonna give say they're gonna give Sony and Bose a run for the money. I gotta see it to believe it. Let me see what the date is gonna be released. Let's see. Uh second half of the year. Yep, second half of the year will be released. So yeah, so that you know, so we got a lot of stuff coming out with more gaming laptops, and you know, looking forward to uh, a wild 2023 in you know, in technology. So, first and foremost, ladies, I know I kept you on too long, but I just want to say thank you for listening. And I appreciate you all. And I'm going to post some pictures. Um, one second. Um, I'm going to post some pictures on. Uh, I had a jacket that was made and some caricatures. And... I just want, if anybody wants to um, just give me an email, send me an email and let me know what you think about it. And if you like it, just let me know. Okay. So 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's so good to hear everybody's voices. Everybody from Ernest, uh, forgive me if I say your, wrong, your name wrong, Patam, Patamaya Happy, um, Shorty, anybody else I left out? If I left anybody else, I apologize. Let me see. Who else? And Miss Nolene, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Ayara, uh, Miss. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate this. And if, like I said, you guys want to come back on, I'll be back next week. We are going to do a special one next weekend. Um, and it's going to be filled with some good stuff. I hope you're listening. Hope you listen to the show. And once again, thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it because um, we're going to start 2023 on a good foot. And we're going to try and get more listeners. I'm going to bring in some more surprises in next week. And and hopefully, you know, we're going to have a good time. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you again, all of you for listening. I appreciate it. And I hope you're here next week. And like I said, I'm going to post some pictures up of the uh, jacket and um, a caricature. I know I'm an ugly person, but. If you like it, just give me a shout out. I appreciate it. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, be good. Be well. Enjoy your work, work week. I will hear from you next Saturday, 11 o'clock, and we're going to have a good time. So at that note, take care, everybody. <laughs>